I'm Bobby. And I'm Nick. And this could be a podcast. I am not going to go through and, and uh, deep, deep fake Kevin Costner into Biodome. I'm not going to do it. For starters. Why do you want to see Kevin Costner in a, a submarine? I think he'd be good. I think he'd be a good submarine captain. Hmm. Do they call him captains? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming so. I don't know. Or skipper? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It is nautical. As someone who, my, my dad was in the Navy, and my and both of my grandfathers were in the Navy. I didn't know nothing about it. But anyway. But you really want to see Kevin Costner I want to see. I, I think uh, Kevin Costner as a submarine pilot, I think that's got legs. As I as I told you before, like Costner, when he cares about something, he'll do a really good job. If it's just a paycheck, yeah, I no, I don't. Did you watch his Coast Guard movie? No, I didn't either. No, because I didn't give a fuck, and I don't think he did either. I haven't seen it, but (laughs) but when I've I've seen movies that he's in where you're like, whoa, dude, come on, come on, try a little, just try a little. This is more than. It's so funny the Coast Guard. Nobody, you know, people are gonna see this movie. Nobody cares about the Coast Guard. It's interesting. Yeah, what was the workaholics joke like? A uh, kid was com- a kid was uh, playing with shit on the ground, and uh, these uh, Coast Guard guys walked up to him and was like, "Hey, man, what are you what are you making with that pile of shit there?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm making a I'm making a naval man or a navy guy." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, huh?" He's like, "Yeah, I didn't have enough shit to make a Coast Guard." Elson workaholics. Yeah, it's like they were making. It was a whole thing, but it's a whole thing. No, so every year we go down to. And they fight. They go down. We we go down to. Uh, Rock Island Arsenal for the Memorial Day. My my wife's grandfather died during World War II. And we'd always go down there. They have a little Memorial Day of service and we go mm-hmm. visit his grave and it's a whole thing. Gotcha. But part of it, part of the service is they play the I don't know, the theme song or you know the 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 song of every armed services branch. Oh right? yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, it anchors yeah. away and right. uh and, and the uh, Coast Guard has a song. And, and the Coast Guard's got a song and every single time everybody looks around and says, What the fuck's this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this song? What is that? Everybody's like, Oh, you know, the wild blue on yonder from from the Air Force. Everybody oh yeah, oh yeah. I I had <laughs> a I had a math teacher, I think, in in sixth or seventh grade that was in the Coast Guard. And he of course Told everybody that he was in the Coast Guard for some reason. Yeah, and that, but we had this thing where you you would have like a rotation of jobs that you'd have to do within yeah. the school, and so one of your rotation jobs was like to go and take the flag down. Mm. And so here I was in sixth or seventh grade. <laughs> I had no idea about this whole like unholy law or like un you know yeah like, flag etiquette yeah is flag a fucking thing. But here's the thing. They give you the job. They don't tell you about that. It's there's just no like, job training. There's no job training. Like, hey, make sure this doesn't touch the ground or anything like that. So, like, I had no idea. I had sure. no fucking idea. I don't yeah. understand why anyone would expect a sixth or seventh grader to understand that the flag can't touch yeah. the ground. And so I'm taking the flag down, and it it barely touches the ground. Grazes. Yeah. And he yells from the classroom <laughs> out the window, don't let that flag touch the ground. Like, that's that's... He yelled, and I was like, "Jim, what the hell is going on?" And then you what immediately the dropped the flag. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, "It stuck with me forever." I'm like, "What? I did not know this." It's imagine if like you did something wrong for the first time, and <laughs> someone 
from very far away just yells, yells at, at you. And they're angry. Like when you get back, like he was pissed. He was oh, so Jesus. fucking pissed that I let that flag touch the ground. I'm like, I had no fucking idea oh, yeah. at all. Right. At all. I feel like Coasties. Coast, is that what they call them? I think that's what they call them. Coasties have a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. I think, I think they do. They're always fighting an uphill battle. Well, it's, it's an uphill battle because I think a lot of people do not recognize them as a legitimate branch of the armed services. Because they're not. I mean, aren't, I mean, they, they, they are. What happens if an American flag touches the ground? It lights on fire. It's just, it's weird. Starspangledflags.com. God. But- but I, I, there's definitely inferiority inferiority complex going on with with coasties. Coast yeah, with coasties. I don't. Yeah, sure. Calm coasties. Let's um, go. To, I don't. Was were you with me down at the what's the, what's the bullshit name of the the lounge now? What's whatever it is. Um. Anyhow, like I was mm-hmm. down there having a I had a nice little conversation with a coastie or two. They because we here as we live on the Mississippi, mm-hmm. we have a. Coast Guard station right on the Mississippi, and uh, had a little conversation with a couple of them. They seem like nice kids, you know. But uh, so, do you know why the flag can't touch the ground? It's disrespectful. That's my. That's it, though. Yeah, I, that's the only thing I can think of. It's like a. Fo- I, I have like- not like had like formal flag training, much like yourself. No, I've never had. We, we treat we treat it like a person. The proper way to rid of a flag that has touched the ground is to bury it. But why though? I don't know why it's such dis. I understand if it's disrespectful if you stomp on the ground. I, or I'm stomp not going to go to. I'm, I'm not going to go with the answers. Dot com. I feel like there needs to be like. This is the only. This is the one that said why can't the flag touch the ground. Everything else is should the American flag be allowed to touch the ground? Let's go with the Kiora. That's or. Was that, uh, is it, yeah. Sure. Well, is it true that American flag should never be allowed to touch the ground? Um, no disrespect should be shown to the flag of the United States of America. The flag should not be dipped uh, to any person or thing. What does dipped mean? I don't know. Oh, I mean like lower? Like Okay. Um, the flag should never be displayed uh, with the union down, except as a signal of dire distress in instance of extreme danger kay. to life or property. So that's okay. That that I get. It's like a a messaging system. Yeah, but yeah. It's also a messaging. Okay, so yes. don't do that because it's it, yes. this is reserved. When you're when it's the like flag... don't call nine one one unless it's an absolute emergency. Yeah. All when right. the flag is flown upside down, that shows that's a, it's a way to communicate that everything's in distress. That I get. Like uh, the the. Was it the castle? Was it the last castle? Yeah, starring uh, Robert Redford, uh, James Gandolfini, but, and James yeah. Gandolfini, and Mark I, Ruffalo. I've never seen it, but oh, do yourself a favor. Oh. It's a prison movie. Go watch it. <laughs> Nathan's, do yourself a favor. <laughs> um, so the flag the f- should never be used as as wearing apparel. What, bedding or drapery it should never be festooned drawn back nor up in its folds but should be allowed to fall free bunting of white blue uh, blue and red always arranged as the, the color blue above the white in the middle and red below um bah, bah, bah. yeah it's i think there's also another one it shouldn't be like on a napkin it shouldn't be used as anything to that could be thrown away but uh, it is 
Yeah, uh, all right. the time. It's a, it's a like it, it, there's this weird double standard with people when it comes to flag, like flag etiquette. And I'm trying to remember like where, like you can wear pants made out of the flag. You want a roundhouse? Nobody wants a roundhouse kicked in the face with a pair of these. Exactly. <laughs> God, I love Diedrich Baker. Diedrich Baker so much. Is he your favorite Batman? Uh, he's probably my favorite actor who's played Batman. Yeah, he's probably not my favorite Batman, but we recently rewatched uh, Office Space, and his character in Office Space is just Hey, Peter Man. Yeah, the breast exams are back on. Like, hey, check out this chick. What she look like? That's the kind of guy I want to live next to, though, in a trailer park. That's the that's the mythos <laughs> of the that world that I want to like, just tap into. That guy, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be friends with that guy. Sure. Yeah, I mean, what would you do with a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> that's uh. it. I don't think you need a million dollars to make that happen. Get a couple of chicks to double down on a dude like me. <laughs> chicks love money. That's why. <laughs> chicks love money. I think a million dollars would be two chicks to double down on a dude like me. God. What would you do with the million dollars? What would I? Well, I'd take half of it down to my friend Rashik or whatever in securities. I'm trying to remember what. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, nah, not gonna, not get, not gonna work here anymore. God, what's. <laughs> Yeah. His answer. Not, not gonna work my here. my brother in law. My brother in law would quote that all the time. <laughs> like you know, about any amount of money. Hey, what would you do with this? Well, I'd take half of it to my friend Sahir down. <laughs> put it in like Rostock mutual funds or whatever. <laughs> not gonna not gonna work here. No, no, not gonna work here. God, what a great movie! Oh, it's a it's a fantastic movie. It's, it's a fantastic. It's movie. a really really good movie. Well written. Well written. Uh, it's one of those like perfect ideas too, where it's just a, it's a simple idea. It's everyone can relate right. to it, and it's right. it's you know you think about you know you, you think about like really good movies or really good TV shows. It's a, usually a pretty simple premise to start. Mm-hmm. Like we again, we recently rewatched The Big Lebowski. Really simple premise. Like this is just a dude, <sighs> yeah, living basically. Like he's got a bowling league. Shit happens, but like the office, office space. All it is is guy hates his job, wants to not do his job or figure out a yeah. way to, you know, not have to be miserable in his job and lets his finds a way to, you know, let that go. That's simple so movie solution of getting hypnotized and then it sticks, but but what would you do with a million dollars? What would I do with a million dollars? Well, for starters. We'll come back to the flag. I mean we'll get there. Because I, I I've never found out. Why uh, the flag? Why you can't let the flag touch the? Gun. I still got. I still got a big hunk. Not big hunk. I mean, I've got enough student loan debt, so that's mm-hmm. done. That's done. That's out of the out, out of there. You're not going to wait for the Biden Harris com- uh, administration to get it's, rid of it. No. Once again, like I think, uh, did I say this last episode or the night the one before? I'm not waiting for the United States government <laughs> to save me because <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be waiting for a while because okay. I don't trust. Me. Anyway, yeah, so student fair. loan debt. I mean that's that's what we got, um, and then a reasonable car. I mean, and then a really? reasonable house. Yeah. What's your? Because uh, I know there was, I think it was like the not the lifestyles of the rich and famous, but it might have been some a similar show, if yeah. not that show. They were talking about people that like won the lottery and everything. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them go broke they, because they people don't, fuck up because they don't know how to spend or like they don't they right. spend way too much and right. they live beyond their means. Yeah. So. Uh, one of the I, mean, I always remember one of the pieces of advice 
that I got from that one particular episode of, mm-hmm. of uh, Lifestyles of Rich and Famous was that you set aside, you know, a certain percentage of that money and that's your go crazy money. That's sure. you do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what would what would your go crazy be? Oh, I don't know. European so, vacation probably. I mean that I mean that'd be That's it? Yeah, that'd be about it. I mean it's listen, wrong. of I mean, a million dollars could I drop half a mil on a house? Well, that's I mean that could I mean, be seen as investment. That could be you definitely see. Right. I mean that I mean that I mean with a million dollars I'd say probably I take your your fuck I, you money. Your, I, I that my half half a million probably would be my cap of of house. I'm guessing. So you, so you get a million dollars, you're going to take a half a million dollars and you're going to go buy a house. Build a house. I'd probably build, you know. Why would you do that though? Why would I do that? Why would you why would you take half of your money and go Because I want a really nice but house. But can you afford that really nice house after it's been built? I think so. If I don't have any debt. I'm I'm oh. I'm working. I worry because I worry about I'm, that you're getting into that situation where you can't uh, uh, pay for pay, pay for, for the, the house that you bought. Yeah, no, I mean the other half is. Why I would mean, you just buy a nice like two hundred thousand dollar house and be? Oh, I mean that's like an option, but I'm just gonna keep paying. Here's the deal. So what's your what? what before you give me your deal, what's yeah. you what's the percentage? What what's your crazy spending money? What is it? What's that amount? Oh, probably like twenty grand, thirty grand. 20, 30 grand of yeah. the million. Yeah. And uh, then, so what would you spend that on? Huh? Like I said, probably, I mean, probably vacation. Pro- I mean, probably. 20, $30,000 vacation? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, if I take me and my five kids that's over true. to Europe for true. two weeks. Yeah. That's true. You know, I mean, and maybe another one as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, that's what we're talking here. Okay. You wouldn't buy a, a yacht. Probably wouldn't buy a yacht. I mean, could, I, could we get a boat? I mean, boat might be in the picture. But you can now, get a cheap boat, like a, I'm maybe twenty thousand dollar boat. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I'm you know a, me, I love affordable luxury. I love if right. I got a million dollars, I'd I'd be looking to again live that trailer park life, but with a million dollars. Sure, I mean a, a nice hunk of it. I would say probably three hundred to four hundred thousand is going to go into long term investment, and yeah, and then in twenty years. It's gonna be back up to, you know, over a million, barring the rapture or anything like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So another like six months, and that money's safe. Oh, <laughs> oh. You think? No. No, I'm just. I'm, we have a couple more weeks for 2020, so I'm just. I'm really hoping for the rapture <laughs> at this point. Just, Let's just, just tie really the bow. just going hard. Tie the bow. Just tie the bow on this. I see. I, <sighs> Do I think that 2020 was a garbage year? Um, I think it's it's been a tough year. I think I'll I think it's not. I don't think it's been that bad. I mean, but then again, well, I'm, you not, and, I'm not hurting. Yeah, I was going to say you I'm and I hurting. have been in a different situation yeah. than most people. Yeah. Uh, we've had a we've had a fairly nice year. good year. Yeah, started a podcast. It's been <laughs> incredibly lucrative. <laughs> it's, it's you want to talk about that million dollars? It's right around the corner. Right around that corner. I can smell it. Um, That's but, not true. But the uh, but the idea of taking like that set amount of money and then like buying something, like buying something crazy that you would never buy. I mean, I can. I guess. Oh, I guess yeah. it's like Christmas gifts and everything like that. Do you? I mean, do you have? Do you have to give a Christmas list to anybody in your life? I mean, um, even, no, no, because I don't have one. I don't have a list. And my wife hates this. My wife hates that. You don't I, have a list. I don't have a list. Is there some? 
if there's something that I'd like to have, I, you buy it. I just I'm an adult and just right. go fucking get it. That's what because my parents the... ask me, you know, for a Christmas list every year, every year, and I'm like, I well, here's here's the deal. Um, I bought everything I want for Christmas <laughs> throughout <laughs> the year as it's <laughs> happening. Like, and so then it got to a point where I'm like, well, okay, what would what would I? It, it comes down to like a point of like I I'm gonna ask for something that yeah. I maybe not necessarily even want. That's that's the thing of like, well, I I need to fill out the list, you know, so they can have right. so they can send it off to the proper people to be able to buy the thing. And I feel the same with buying gifts for people mm-hmm. that are incredibly hard to buy for, you know, that have everything or don't sure that don't like anything that you get them. Like I have a that's that's I have a family member. Who we bought her husband, we bought him a shirt. Okay. And it was a. Was it an NWO? It was an NWO. But we bought him like just a button down shirt and everything. It was, it was kind of, it was a little bit flannel, I guess. It was a, but it wasn't crazy. Plaid. Bought it from Target. Okay. We just bought him a nice okay. shirt. All right. And we were told a couple weeks after Christmas, yeah, that's just not his style. Yeah. So. You, if you can just return this, that'd be great. That's a little bit much. It's a little bit much. I don't because no. it's not his style. Not that the person we bought it for said this isn't my style. The person we bought it for probably said, "Oh, this is great. I love this." The person he's married to was like, "No, no you're not going to wear this." Oh. So then it's then it's oh. like, "Well, what the fuck am I? What going, what am I supposed to wear? What am I? Yeah, exactly. What are you wearing? Do we ask you what to get him for Christmas? Like, or, right? You like." I have no idea how to do this. That's those kind of people. Where I'm like, I'm literally just wasting money because everything I give you, I know you're not going to want. And, sh- and they've given me gifts where I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to use this at all. You right. might as well just here you go. Take yeah. it right back. You Let's know? not do that. I hate that. I, I fucking hate it. So it then becomes a situation of like, I don't I don't know. But yeah, I hate that. I mean, no, I my wife says I'm bad to buy for because. I don't want anything. And for the most part. Well, and that's different than. That's being, true. In the, in the, I get that. And sure. It, it's because I also have people in my life that like have everything. Like I have sure. my younger brothers who are eight years old mm-hmm. have yes. not wanted yeah. for anything in their yeah. life. So every time you give them a gift, they're like, we already, I have, already have two of those. things." Yeah, exactly. So that's incredibly frustrating. The sure. The person like like you that already has you know, that buys the things that they want throughout yeah. the year. And you also really don't want. I don't generally want a anything. lot of things. I understand. That's like a, that's a nice frustration. That's like, ah, shucks. Yeah. But the people that when you're like, ah, I don't know what you want. And even if I bought you what you want, it's not the way that you would want that bought for you. So therefore. Right. Right. Here, it's here, never, it's never right. No matter what I do. Here's the deal. If you're ever, if you ever want to give me anything, I'm just putting this out right now. Okay. If you come across a good-looking velvet painting that's just a little bit weird, yeah. pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> just go go on. <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, that's the kind of shit that I buy. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, like, when I think about, to this day, I'm haunted by this, like, painting, velvet painting of Jesus, where he had, the, like, the weirdest expression on his face. But it was, like, 13 bucks. And I'm like, oh, geez, that's all. That's a little bit rich for a bit. <laughs> so. If it was 10, though? Bills ten, not. That's just one bill. <laughs> that's, just, that's not that's two just, bills. That's that's going home with me. Not two I, bills had this, and some I had this really lovely painting of the Last Supper, mm-hmm. and the artist 
I'll put that in quotation marks, took and above the head of each apostle, they cut out the the fabric and put in a little flickering light bulb to represent the Holy Spirit above their heads. Mm -hmm. And when you plugged it in, it'd sit there and have a flickering light bulb over every one of their heads. And I love that painting with all my heart. And then I got married and I couldn't have it anymore. (laughs) It's part of the marriage deal. (laughs) So I gave it to my sister and she held on to it for a year. And and then she was like, yeah, I had to get rid of that. I'm like, ah, you know, like shit like that, that is literally almost one of a kind. Mm -hmm. You're not, it's not something you're going to see every day. Yeah. You're not going to see that thing again in the (laughs) wild. Right. Same thing with my barber's chair. I had a barber's chair. Like mm-hmm. I got in high school, and because uh, they're like the 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 retirement home slash like old hair person care facility mm-hmm. had a garage sale. Technical terms over here, by the way. <laughs> it had a garage sale, and they were selling their old barber's chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they had a barbershop <laughs> within the nursing home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just sit there and shampoo the old lady's hairs and everything, and. <laughs> Uh, they sold uh, like bought it for like twenty bucks. Yeah, just like um, yeah, of course, exactly. Took it home, stayed in my room, and then moved to college. Took it to college. You know, everybody liked it. Everybody liked sitting in that chair, getting drunk. A good barber's chair is a, a you know, nice pump, pump, pumping it up and having yeah. to go up and down. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And then uh, you got your twenty dollars out of it. Once again, I got married. <laughs> and uh, kids like, hey, you know what? I'll take it with me. I'll bring it on along. And uh, and uh, then he's like, yeah, I moved out and kind of left it there. I'm like, fuck. They're not the keepers of history <laughs> as you want them. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, I like that. It was a bar- I mean, it wasn't like a really cool barber chair. It was kind of like a weird, um, I don't know, like like rose colored, like, mm-hmm. like a pale pink. Yeah, a barber's chair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the color of right. barbers. It was so, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it's nice though. No, when you find those things, like, I, I mean, as an addict, what are the ones that got away, Bobby? The ones that got away. I, I bought most of them. Still have most of them. You're looking uh, right it, behind you is the fun machine. I mean, that thing that didn't fun go away. Machine is good. Twenty five bucks at a garage sale. Like, that thing was. That was a U turn in like a city street. You know. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Well, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Yep, we're doing that. That's good. I don't have a lot of that that got away. I mean, there was there was a Han Solo style, um, you know, ammo. Uh, a bandolero. A bandolero is that what they call yeah, those? I believe so. A bandolero. There was that, um, and I forget the price, but it was just a little too just much. A little bit too much. A little bit, but I, was, I still think about it. If I'm looking at my like. <laughs> <laughs> ones that I passed up that I'm like, oh, I should have fucking, fucking bought that. But most of the time, I just fucking bought it. Yeah. Because again, you, you, the thrift world is really fun. When you, I love it. It's when you come across this deal, I still have the $20 record player that I bought at a garage sale, you know, full size furniture. Full size, full size stereo. Furniture. And it was, you could tell like, the guy, he was almost like, almost like interviewing people to like allow them to buy oh, it, you know, because yeah. he was kind of. Again, back when you bought that to be like a centerpiece, yeah, he definitely paid Listen, uh, at least a hundred or two hundred dollars to pay. That dude held on to the fucking paperwork. You still got the paperwork. I still got original paperwork in the plastic. Yes. I have plastic from the fifties. You know. Oh man. And so when when we found it, we were looking it over, and it was me and a couple of buddies of mine and everything like that. It it was it was twenty bucks. Like for him to let that go for twenty bucks. Yeah. 
the depreciation value of that thing alone. I mean, because back then, I mean, we, we at least a couple hundred dollars to buy a record player oh, of sure, that size, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. That RCA Victrola, yeah, of course. Yeah. The quality is in the sound, Robbie. Yeah, and it's still there. One speaker's a little shoddy, but it's it's still good. It's <laughs> yeah. still good. Almost uh, you know, seventy years later. Oh man. But yeah, so like those things I I mean that thing's traveled around it's a little bit. I mean it's always stayed in I guess in Dubuque, but it's moved from how many houses has the thing been in? Yeah, I, I've known you being in two houses, so Well, it lived with my parents for a while too, so I think four or five houses that thing's been there. That's great. And every time it's coming with me. Twenty bucks, you know. That's great. And it, again, you could have just a regular record player, you know. Yeah. And it plays records, you know, fine. But it doesn't have an eight track though. No, but I do. I do also have another. Uh, I have a record player. My yeah. dad. I, I think my dad. Uh, I know my dad. Uh, he just he purged a bunch of my shit without telling me. Yeah, that's a real problem. Oh, and it. We've never talked about it. It's this unfortunate <laughs> thing. He's always like, "Oh, it's it's down there somewhere." It's, it's like, not, it's no, like, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not down there at all. I know it's not down there. I had so many DVDs and CDs and everything like that. PCU was in there, by the way. PCU might have been in there, but I I had a nice uh, I had a it was a record player, a track player, and a cassette player. Oh, all that's one a unit. rarity. Yeah, all one unit. Um, I can't remember if it was internal or external speakers, but um, that was. It's one of those things where when you get it, you're like, "Oh, now I have a reason to go buy a bunch of eight tracks, tracks. right?" Yeah. So now, I'm oh like, yeah, now I'm gonna. And then it's, I have this weird thing. I don't know if you share this, but with thrifting, it's like when I want it, it's like, "Oh, there it is. It's right, it's there. right there." So like all of a sudden, God, where did I get those eight tracks? Fuck. I think I went. I think it was Craigslist. That I think it was a you Craigslist just on the Craigslist for eight and... tracks, and then this because it was I went to a guy's house and he just had. Was like, he smoking a cigarette when you showed up? Uh, no, he was not. I not that I remember. He might have been. I don't know. But uh, it was it was a uh, it was like thirty thirty eight tracks for, you know, ten bucks or whatever. Some credence in there. There was credence in there. Yeah, <laughs> there was there was credence and there was Boston. Um, it was it was a nice lot, you know, of eight tracks. But eight tracks are a weird like it was a weird way to listen to music. It's a weird way to listen to music for it, sure. Um, at least a timestamp. I wouldn't say because I didn't necessarily think it was bad because yeah. you get little blocks of it because i always th- i thought th- i always thought there was a beauty in cassette tapes that you have to like you have to listen to you, it yeah you have to listen to the whole album you know like a, even a record player like a vinyl you can you can get good at finding where that song is you, mm-hmm. know? you can place the pin yeah. on it and everything it's a different art to be fast forward and then you know really yeah. know your tape deck to be able to let's get one of those fancy tape decks that can feel the break or whatever yeah that they could go to the next song next track yeah i, n- I never had one of those but i know the technology existed but yeah but it, it's a weird way when you're looking at like how music listening to music has progressed that way like a tracks was a small small period of time where you had yes you yeah. know you, basically you could take that vinyl and you could listen to it in your car that yeah. was the, that was the whole purpose of an a track right no i think it's incredible i mean it was a weird thing, and but the I like being able to select those. I mean, that's I mean that's the that's the crazy thing. Well, even that you could you could make it into like a section, basically like a four song, yeah. three or four song section, depending on the band. Right. You know that like I want to listen to these three or four songs, or I know that these three or four songs will play versus you know the whole side of an album, you know, six or seven yes. songs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like that's 
it's interesting because I wonder if they ever revealed or if they ever tried to like make a vinyl player for a car, you know. I think they're no. Well, I think it'd be difficult. I want to say I have seen something. Right. I want to see. I want to say that I've seen some, and, and it could be just like some kind of picnic. We're gonna do. We're gonna do some research here. Vinyl player in a car. Mm. Record player in cars. Yeah, amazing yeah. photos of a time when cars had a record player or a vinyl record player. Boom. Yeah, that's George Harrison. George Harrison playing a uh, playing a forty five records while you roll. Look, there's Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Wow. So only the rich people have it. Oh yeah. And well, then that guy that I don't know. Lady. There's an old lady. But again, I only could imagine the. That'd be so cool. I can't imagine it playing well. I can't imagine it playing it's well. The, it's tell you, it's not an LP. <laughs> no, it's a forty-five. It's all forty-five. It's all forty-five. But that also makes sense. As think of also the recklessness of changing a forty-five after it's played one song, yeah. <laughs> two songs, you know. But uh, could you imagine like the sleeve? I like, do. I do have like, like a whole, like the whole like packet, you know, like the CD. Yeah. Like the CD case. Cases. Uh, and it just it's all forty-fives. Yeah. Oh man. How many CD cases did you have? None. You had none? Like oh, no, you didn't maybe buy a like lot. one. Yeah. I no, I did not. I was very I I didn't I didn't care. Like I Clearly. Like music I, I love don't get okay. I love music. Uh-huh. Music is a part of my life. All that stuff, right? But I'm not going out and buying music. I didn't like I'd rather I I'm cool with listening to the radio. I'll listen to it, 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 and maybe it's because I'm easygoing guy. You say that. You know, I would I would jump from the oldie station to the easy listening station to the alt rock station to the classic rock station to the hard rock station to the pop station, mm-hmm. and, and I mean every single one of those. You took what was given to you. Every single one of those had a space on my on my dial. I you know I'm not a car guy. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to derail you. I'm just kind of looking at the two cars that actually had the vinyl record player. I'm not a car guy, Plymouth. Fury. But I kind of want a Plymouth Fury right now. It's all about those tail fins, it's man. A, but that's the one. It has a record player. That's in got it. a record player in it. I'm not. Yeah. And it's a, also a drop top convertible. Yeah. If once, it, hey, you want to go back to like if you got a million dollars. If I had a million dollars, I would. How much is a Plymouth Fury right, right now? That's a good question. I'd, I'd buy myself a Look, Lincoln Continental. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, what's um, I'm trying to remember, sixty two, I think sixty two. Wow, you can, you can, oh my gosh, you can just get, uh, add on to your car working condition, twelve hundred bucks. See, I'd hang that on the wall. You hang that. On the wall. <laughs> I'd hang that. You on wouldn't the wall. put it in your car. You just put hang it on the wall. Or just sit around. Hmm. I'd I'd find one at a junk a, a junk sale. Well, this is a Ford official licensed product here. A Ford Mustang car style turntable record player USB. What? That's in, yeah, that's, that's incredibly cheap. A hundred dollars? Yeah, it's because it's a cheap piece of shit. And that's yes, but is it full record player? No, it's or a full? It's, it's a little forty-five. Little forty-five. It's a little forty-five record player. I do have a a huge tin of you know. You know, like an old cookie tin. Oh yeah, I have a bunch of old forty fives. I I don't remember where I got those, but 
But yeah, so when we got the A track player, we had a reason to go find A tracks and mm. again finding those those old formats that are yeah. so cheap and nobody wants them. Right. So you just want to get rid of them. Like I I really feel like when I got into vinyl was this. Nice wave little... before everyone wanted vinyl again, right? And so everybody's just... looking to ditch their vinyl, yeah. So you can right. just go out and get a ton of it, right? For dirt cheap and everything. That's excellent. And then I have a nice collection of vinyl records and everything, and I I, I do enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, you do. It's a nice collection. Thank you. You know, thank you. You've got some. Oh, you don't. Have I had Hollies. a. You have the association. We listen to the the best of the association. That's one true. Night. I don't have the Hollies, but. I used to have a again going back to my dad ditching, of just, like dumping a lot just of my shit. Get rid of shit. I had so much shit, and I'm not going to fault him for it because I probably had. I, I was storing it at his house, and it was, I had no plans on coming back no. and taking it. You know. Oh no no don't worry. Yeah. No, I, no. Like my but, mom, but there was many years of just like oh no no it's it's downstairs and it's downstairs in one of those boxes yeah it's downstairs yeah it's uh, no no it's around there like all right cool I'm gonna go look for him right now. They're not in any of those fucking boxes. There man. is a period of time there um, where every time my parents would come up to visit, my mom would have like half of her trunk filled with my shit. Yeah. <laughs> just here you go. Here you go. Here right. it is. It's just like, oh, thanks. Cool. I'm glad you kept these this uh, stuff from like first grade. <laughs> um, I love you. And, and I'm I, always I, like uh, sentimental stuff on her. Well, end. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not stuff uh, you bought. Not it, some of it was some okay. of it. Cause I loved going to thrift stores. I loved going to garage sales. I loved going to yeah, auctions and all that shit. Uh, so, you know, I bought, you know, a lot of quarter stuff. And yeah. the other day I was, I was driving home and I was like, I wonder what happened to I for a long period of time. I had a Noel like Christmas decoration mm-hmm. that I used as mood lighting. Okay, <laughs> like, but so I was the youngest. Um, and, clearly, and um, clearly, and so being the last one home, I kind of got hey, I got the run of the house just because I was the youngest mm-hmm. and no, everybody else was gone, but. Like rooms started emptying <laughs> around me. Oh, so you got storage space, <laughs> right? So, and the, uh, like my room, it was super weird. You, you walked in my room, and there was another room off of that room. Mm-hmm. And my my brother slept in that room, and I slept in my room. Mm-hmm. But like after my brother moved out, after a while, I just made that into like my own separate living room <laughs> with, with like. <laughs> Yeah. A television and in in my N sixty four and uh, and just kind of just a game room just like, you know, filled it with shit a recreation yeah. room a rec room uh, you know a a lovely lime green uh, love seat that I pulled out of like the dumpster mm-hmm. I mean just you know stuff like that yeah we've all been there or at least I have <laughs> and and part of that was I had a a like. Lawn or lawn decoration Noel candle mm-hmm. that I use, and I just click it on and turn the lights off, and just kind of had my own little mood lighting. <laughs> and I, you know, then I went and I took it to college. I remember it being well, if it's good mood lighting, you want the kids. I remember, the I remember with, like being there in college with it, but I don't remember whatever happened to it. And I was like, oh, that's and sucks. I was dri- and I was driving home when I saw like one of those shitty, you know, three foot tall candles right just on somebody's i'm like 
Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to it? Where did that go? How did that leave my life? Right. Was that an active decision that on my part that right. I don't remember? Or or was it just... That's that's frustrating. Because that's a, a similar situation. Though. Right. Like, like, no, no, I've collected these treasures, goddammit. These are mine. Right. These right. are... They have intrinsic value to me. Exactly. I remember I, I had a, I had a beer sign, a beer sign in high school that we found in. Again, mm. similar situation of like nice mood lighting yeah. for my room. Yeah. But I cannot tell you. I, I can probably guesstimate. You know, my, my dad got rid of it and just threw it sure. away. But like I, 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 it frustrates me that I don't remember how I got rid of it because there was a time when when I uh, when I dropped out of college the second time. Um, <laughs> To facilitate dropping out of college, one of the I got out of the I got out of the DVD game well before the right. the DVD you know, bust you know yeah, the boom. Sure, sure. So sure. I sold a bunch of my DVDs and everything that I had at, at top dollar to be it's able PCU to PCU there. No, I never. I would never sell that. I would never sell PCU. Nor do I think I ever owned it. But because it was always on Comedy Central. Why would I ever? Why it would was I ever always buy, on Comedy Central. Why would I ever buy that? Because <laughs> and I don't think I ever saw it at the five dollar bin in Walmart. But but. <sighs> Yeah, but that was the only only time that I can remember like selling off my stuff. You know, so sure. I, I sold off CDs and everything like that in incremental times to just to again have money yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, because I don't need these CDs that I never listen to. And nobody needs this much Soundgarden. Right. Well, probably yeah, probably yeah. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a uh, super. God, what was their crap? I can't remember their their big uh, their big album. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. It'll come to me later. Anyhow, but it's, yeah. It's so, weird. but it was. But selling off your treasures, though, when you need to, it, it was incredibly valuable. Because uh, uh, if I would have held on to those DVDs for even five years, they're worthless. They're garbage. Like I got out of it like right as Netflix Good. started. Good. You know, it was perfect. Perfect timing. Yeah, it was perfect timing. I, I got actually. I got my value of watching it and having it, and then whatever I sold, I was like. I mean, I'm talking like going to like five dollar bin at Walmart, and yeah, you know, just buying movies and stuff like that, and sure. then being like, "All oh, right, I don't want these anymore." Now I get like two dollars on the five dollars that I spent on it. Mm. I got my three dollars of watching it for sure, of renting it. Now I get my two dollars back. That was always something I always wanted to do in college, and I, and I was never able to pull it up because nobody had money. It's like I always wanted to go to the five dollar bin mm-hmm. and have one person reach their hand in blind and pull out a movie and that's that night's movie between that and a 30 pack of bush light and that's like the week's entertainment and it could be a podcast i, I thought i always thought it was a great idea yeah. just like blindly pulling out whatever nonsense crap could be bridges of madison county mm-hmm. could be uh Basketball. They, they still have the five dollar bin at, at walmart but they're all triple features which i think is adding a layer of complexity well, that's just more content. That's what you want. Mm. I mean, really, if you're right. going for, right. you know, right, that's more bang for your buck. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's and incredible we, value. We've talked about triple features. There can be there's some triple features at gas stations where you're like, uh, I might fuck with that triple feature. <laughs> sure, yeah, I'll yeah. watch that. Yeah, I'll watch that. We saw in in Nebraska. I think it was a Leonardo DiCaprio triple feature of Inception. Uh, oh, was it Inception? Was the Beach and the Aviator. Maybe I think something maybe. like that. Mm. I was like, well, that might be worth five bucks. 
I just noticed that the the beach is back. It's available on Amazon Prime, I think. It's either Amazon Prime or Netflix. <laughs> the beach is back. It sounds like a bad pun on an Elton John the song. The beach is back. The beach and the beach and the beach is back. I don't. I remember watching that movie. I've never seen the beach. Uh, it's uh, what's his name? Um, British guy. Guy who oh. made Twenty Eight Days Later, Train Spotting, Danny Boyle. Dan- Danny Boyle. Oh yeah, Danny. Boyle. Danny Boyle made fucking the beach. Um, oh, I don't want to mix that. And I remember like watching it, like it was high school friends watching it, and Marla was like, "What the fuck is happening? What is this?" I'll I'll give it a shot. I might want to rewatch it. I'm trying. Remind me. I can who, rent it for three ninety nine. Uh it's available. Maybe it's on Stars because we're subscribed to Stars. Still. Wow. Who Brag is the, much? Who's the chicky poo? Uh, wow. It's who is the lady? I we I had a conversation Woman. with my wife. Francois? No, like uh no, there's a gal. Who's the older woman who was in that movie? I don't remember. This is a good story. It's going places. Any like anyhow, cuz who else headlined this fucking movie? This was Leonardo DiCaprio I, coming off of Titanic. Is that, that's all I remember of this movie. There's a weird segment where he's high as fuck and running through the jungle and all he sees is a video game. Because huh. <laughs> this is the movie that he... Yeah. After uh, after Titanic, this is the first one that he did. Oh, is it? No, no, I guess he did The Man in the Iron Man Mask. Man in the Iron Mask. Which, Marvin's you know what? Room. Um, oh, Marvin's room is great. I, he is he has had a really great run. This, I mean, as far as child actors go, as far as child, <laughs> he is the poster child this of child guy, actors. He's made it fucking. I don't want to see the secret rooms he has. Whoever child sacrifice he has to like have, or I don't want to know. That's anything right, because he was in Critters Three. Yeah, he, he was That's the Critters. I've I seen loved him in Growing Pains. Like he was awesome in Growing Pains. Weirdest <laughs> storyline. Ever. Like what? we already have like three kids. Let's adopt a kid. Let's Whatever. adopt a kid who can't <laughs> fucking read. Yeah. Well, let's just do Remember this. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Exactly. I can't read, okay. Yeah. It was a whole thing. It was a whole bit. The Disney Channel had growing pains, so that's how I got caught up. Yeah. I, I did I couldn't keep up with Yeah, Growing Pains. Uh you know, I still haven't yet to I've never seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll watch the beach, you watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, cause who? Why? Who what, is, why haven't you seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I don't know why. It's like, not a, like a stance you have. N- it's not a stance. It's more, it's more of just access to independent film as a youth. You should really watch What's Eating Gilbert, Gilbert Grape. I think I've seen enough of it. I've never seen the Basketball Diaries, and that's okay. Uh, it's good. It's not as good as What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Is it better than Quick and the Dead? I'd have to rewatch the Quick and Dead, but that's got Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, and, Sharon, uh, Stone, Sharon Stone, Russell Crowe, Keith David, uh, literally Kevin Conway, Kevin Conway, Tobin Bell, Gary Sinise. It's literally Lance Hendrickson. Oh man, yeah. So it's like you want to talk about a star-studded affair. You want to talk about the Quick and the Dead? That fucking movie's got everybody and their mother in it. <laughs> Don't talk about Sharon Stone that way. Um. Romeo and Juliet, I still think that's a it's it's a fun movie. We've, we've watched that within the last calendar year. I've watched a hunk of it in the past calendar year. Yeah. It's, again, 
growing up, basically growing up with Leonardo DiCaprio, mm. and it's the same. It's you can you can hate him because you're like everyone loves him. There, you hate him because def- you hate him. Well, you hate him because everyone loves him, especially yeah. when Titanic comes out or anything like that. There was a tinge that of that. That was a weird... Right, but that was a monster movie. It was a weird cock thrust for uh, cock thirst for Leo at that point. Right. I didn't understand. So then there's the the obvious of like, oh my God, he's overrated. But that quickly dissipated. I mean, as... as it, sure. After Titanic... I mean, not even like... It even wasn't like... I hate how people love Justin Timberlake much more than I ever hated how people I know. love. I know. Yeah, I know you do. I know. But that's why you never watched the movie Trolls. I've seen the movie Trolls, but that's why I, I never watched the movie. I've never seen the movie uh, Trolls, by the way. That's why I never watched uh, what was the uh, <laughs> the Love Guru. That's why I never watched the Love Guru. Fucking Justin Timberlake's in the Love Guru. He is totally in the Love. Not Guru. Trouble with the Curve. Well, he's in that too. Did you watch Trouble with the Curve? Uh, no, but I did recently rewatch. I think I did watch the pop, uh, pop star Never Stop Never Stopping. Great fucking, you know, movie. it's just I got an alarm on my phone well, that, that tells you, me. Like, and you own it, you own the license to it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got I got an alarm on my phone. It was like you need to watch this movie now. Again. I'm like, cool. But yeah. every time he's in it, it's like this is. Ugh, I hate him. I hate him so much. The Man in the Iron Mask. So who made that movie? I'm curious. You like that movie, right? Is that what uh, we've we've Is watched that... that within the last calendar year as well. It, it was it was fine. It was fine. Randall Wallace, N- not, but uh, not like. Oh my god! I can't believe how great that movie was. Right? Like we watched Office Space yesterday, and we're like, God, that's such so a good, good. That's such a so good, good fucking movie. When we watched The Man in the Iron Mask, like, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, like it was it was Man in the Iron Mask and The Legend of Zorro starring Antonio Banderas. Where it was just Thank like, you. you know what's awesome? Sword fighting. Mm-hmm. Like that that rapier sword yep. fighting style where it's just like, that's that's fun. You know what? That's fun. Uh, Gerard Darbardu, now, uh, this Jeremy set, Irons, Jam, John Malkovich. The Man in the Iron Mask, is this set around the French Revolution or is it set? It's pre-French Revolution. Because there's there was a thing. I, we What was the fucking movie? Hold on. Les Miserables. Well, Les Miserables has the the one uh, big French Revolution movie, but mm-hmm. there was another one. I'm gonna look it up here. I'll try to find out how to get there quickly. Um, who's a uh, Marie who was Antoinette? Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. Who was that? Uh, oh, I should know her name. That's Jane Seymour. There we go. Okay, Jane Seymour. I, I'm I'm interested. I've always been interested in the French Revolution. I think it's one of the most fascinating like oh, yeah. parts of a, of world history. But the lack of movies made about it hmm. is baffling to me. That's interesting. Like they're they're very. It's a very fascinating time. That's you know what you you've got a point there. And there's very few movies ever made about it. And Why is that? That's a good question. Is it the Glass Menagerie or something like that? Like, no. Class Menagerie is not about. I, I'm 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 spitballing off the top of my head. I'm trying to find out, but I think Jane Seymour. So this is before the Revolution of Francie, where she played Marie Antoinette in 1989. It's uh, about the French Revolution. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, it's not what I was thinking about, but uh, hold on. I, that hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? 
It's it, it's not. Jane Seymour was in more than one French Revolution. We were just talking about the lack of French Revolution movies, and you think that Jane Seymour was in more than one? <laughs> First off, that there was that there's just one more than we can think of off the top of our head doesn't mean there is a an abundance of those movies. Well, I said Marie Antoinette, which but was I think I starring Kristen Dunst, which I thought was enjoyable. Who was it? Sofia Coppola, um, and Jason Schwartzman was in that one. I'm trying to remember. It was Rip Torn. Ripped one. Who is Louis the Fifteenth? Remember the Plymouth Fury. Okay, uh, movies L- about movies about the French Revolution. dot com slash org. dot co. Let's get a list here. Ten great movies about the French Revolution. Everyone needs. That's that's a little bit forward to see. Okay, A Tale of Two Cities, nineteen thirty-five. Okay, starting off strong. There you go. There's your Marie Antoinette. We went and watched 2006. that. Sophia Coppola. Christine, my wife, and I, we went and uh, watched that. Hey, Gerard Depardieu. That makes uh, sense. Dun Christine, Tom. we went and watched that uh, on our anniversary. Yeah? Yeah. But, okay, so did it did it portray the character of Marie Antoinette, or did it portray, like, the coming, like, the happen happenings of the French Revolution? No, it was, it was, it was a, it was centered around Marie and Antoinette and and her just like I remember she came from like Switzerland not Switzerland she was like German what was this one farewell Mike we'll get into Marie Antoinette here hold on anyhow there's there was another Marie Antoinette uh 1938 so two of the top seven so again not too much diversity going on here yeah um this one looks it focuses on Marie Antoinette focuses on the Queen. All right. Three stories about Marie Antoinette. Yep. The Lady and the Duke. I don't want to assume anything, but it might be uh Brotherhood of the Wolf. Two thousand one. Though most films about the revolution are either biopics or costume dramas, this one is a little different. Told in flashback by a nobleman about to be executed during the revolution it focuses on a huntsman and his efforts to track down an elusive beast that is slaughtering people in one of the provinces so it's a werewolf movie so really not about the french revolution not necessarily about the, it takes place in the in french prison did you ever watch the dog scarlet, soldiers the scarlet pimpernel no so it's not this version not, not, not the 1934 version so the in the lower half, two of them are Marie Antoinette. The top half is going to be the Scarlet Pimpernel? I, it must be. So this one is, in some ways, the 1930s was a golden age for adventure film, blah, 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 when various studios were trying to push out as many of these swashbuckling films as possible. The story about an English aristocrat who adopts a different identity in order to help save those being persecuted by the, French Revo- or by the revolution is a perfect fit. Uh, the characters are perfectly whatever. Not necessarily about the comings and goings yeah. of the French Revolution. Not right? a blow by blow. Right. Uh, who is that? Is that? Is that that girl? Is that, uh, is that Hillary Swank? Hillary Swank? Hold on. The affair. Hot or not? The affair, the affair of the necklace. The so-called affair of the necklace is one of those events that the historians have pinpointed as leading to a gradual disillusionment with Louis the Sixteenth. That's correct. You don't know your Roman numerals? I did it. What are you talking about? And Marie Antoinette? I did it correctly. I feel like you struggled. Well, I wanted to make sure I got it right for the listeners. 
the film is a gorgeous one mm. with all the trappings that are typically associated with the costume drama. So this is a costume drama with Hilary Swank. As Marie Antoinette. <laughs> and then number one is History of the World <laughs> Part 1. Okay. So there's a big gap. Late Miserable is not on this at all. Well, I feel like this is old. Hold on. This is Screen Rant, so there should be a date, right? <laughs> is there a date at the top? We'll go. It was the last one, 2006. Uh, 2020? Well, fuck. That's <laughs> I a agree. snub. I agree with it a thousand percent. Les Miserables. I dreamed a dream. Les Miserables is not good. It's a, like, here's the deal. Pick a fucking lane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I say about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick a fucking lane. Like, half of, half of the movie uh, focused around, uh, what the fuck is his name? Jean, uh, Jean, uh, it doesn't matter. Cause yeah. it, Jean Valdon. Jean Valdon, thank you. Half of it is like, well, three quarters of it is, I am Jean Valdon, and here I am, and this is my story, this mm-hmm. is my plight. And then it's like, hey, by the way, there's a French Revolution, we should go out and fight and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this weird sandwich. That's the thing about, like, all these, the portrayals of the French Revolution. It's yeah. hard to get one where you're like, uh, no, they were like, Executing the elite—that's what—that's what was going on. It's everything. Everything's about like these again, like they say, like biopics or costume dramas of yeah. like Miri, like let's walk around, let's like prance around. What's actually going on, and or like being really, uh, I guess, laissez-faire, good French, to uh, about like what was going on. Yeah, but do 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 like a Game of Thrones style, like hard hitting, gory. Is Which it, it would have been is it, is is it there, the H, like if HBO Cook came out with a mini series of the French Revolution, I would love that. I would watch that in a fucking heartbeat. But why won't they show that? Should there be? Should they make like a post-apocalyptic allegory? You probably could, but but to there's enough there's enough history there's enough like timestamp stuff there's yeah. we it's not speculating. If this is what's happening, this is what led up to it. Like you could do an amazing fucking melodrama about the French Revolution. I, f- I don't you have know. all the characters. You I, literally have all the characters. Am I that ignorant about the French Revolution uh, that I like? Who like who are the main players? I mean, outside of outside of royalty. Well, we have a podcast. So o- outside of, outside of royalty, like who were the like the main players? There was no main person. Leading this revolution, right? Um, I don't know. Let's let's find out. It's it's been a while since we've gone through it here. So, abolition of feudalism, state control of the Catholic Church, and extending the right to vote. Interesting. So, in nineteen or in seventeen ninety two, by the first French Republic, uh, led by the execution of Louis the Sixteenth. There, I got it again. In January of seventeen ninety three. <laughs> an extended period of political turmoil. This culminated in an appointment of Napoleon as a first consul in November of 1799, which is generally taken as its endpoint. So the the revolution's endpoint. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Yes. Okay. So many of its principles are now considered fundamental aspects of modern liberal democracy. Which that was yeah. my introduction to it. As far as like, yeah, what our basis of democracy in America. This is based largely on the, the the French Revolution. 
This is interesting. Between 1700 and 1789, the French population increased from 18 million to 26 million, leading to a large numbers of unemployed accompanied by a sharp increase in food prices caused by the years bad harvest. Years of bad harvest. That's interesting. So 18 million to 26 million in 89 years. That's mm-hmm. that's a sizable increase. Exactly. In 89 years, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so you're leading to less people being able to work, and then uh, food prices soar, and then the elite have the have and the have-nots. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'm curious about just as far as democratization of, or not democratization, what's the, you know, accessibility to infrastructure and how special, we talked about this a little bit before, specialization versus generalization, right? I mean, how many of those are cobblers who become, you know, stuck in cobbling jobs instead of farmers who are able to do a little bit of everything? Uh, yeah. Well, you also have, though, with just general population increase, though, you, you, you need job supply. So you need to have jobs that are available for people to have. And even with any increase in a population, you still need, there's still a finite, finite amount of jobs that are available for people to do regardless of ability or qualifications right so if you right. if you're jumping from what was it what was the number 17 to 18 to 26, 18 to 26 million adding so, 8 million people yeah, when you add over. 8 million people especially in the times when things are not right progressing even at the rate that they are today right we don't even have a large amount of industry being created today i mean that's kind of part of the problem is that when you don't have jobs being created, yeah. but you have a population that's exponentially growing quicker, everyone, there's not a job for everybody. Like, like this is not something that everyone right. can do. That's kind of the whole pulling back the veil of an, any economy or any, like... Right. Like, you you need to have jobs for people to do, right? So now we have a world in our in our day where people want to have a specific job and if they don't have that specific job then they don't want to do anything else mm-hmm. that's asinine right because right. there's always shitty jobs that you have to do right there's always garbage men well, but that's but then that creates the you need to pay garbage men a wage that allows <laughs> them to be able to right. live right because you can't just get away with not paying them that's kind of what led that's to the french revolution where you're like uh the food prices i'm pretty sure that was the the big thing. That's always been dying. my fallback. You know, during the apocalypse, I'm going to be a garbage man. When the, when when stuff starts going down, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to go, hey, I'll take garbage for you. I'll, ta- I'll get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know where it goes. You don't I'll have just, to know where it goes. Just I'll just get rid of it. Give me a loaf of bread, and I'm there. The... Uh, there, there, the the one documentary I was talking about last week, um, the uh, JFK and or yeah, JFK, yeah, JFK nine eleven. I'm just gonna hum. Do you hear the people sing? Oh, you're doing this, by the way. You're gonna hum. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm listening to you. Well, they they <laughs> they brought. <laughs> oh, you don't mean don't, don't be a dick. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying they brought up the <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> they brought up. The uh the the Russian not revolution but the execution of Russian royalty. Are you really gonna do this? 
Are you really going to be that much of a dick? Oh, uh, the ex- of so, the of the Bolsheviks, yeah, the Bolshevik Revolution, yeah. Yeah. So they brought that up as a like it was an uprising of the lower class, uh, yeah. literally, yeah, executing the yes. the elite, yeah. And they're like, well, we never want that to happen again, and we don't. And I can think about like why Hollywood, not to get, I, we had a whole conspiracy episode last week, I so we don't. Want, I wasn't going to go there, but I kind of felt it. No, well, but no, we, no, like seriously, like when we were talking about why are there such a lack of. Right, but that's what it's in the same like French what, Revolution movies, yeah. Right, because they're like, because, well, why no, do we want to? We don't give people any ideas, yeah. But that that makes does that not make sense? I mean, a little bit, a little. I mean, a little bit. Sure. Let's. I mean, but then again, I because there's there's good stories. There's, Game of Thrones is, I mean, it's it's not the French Revolution, but it's it's it could def, definitely be tangential. To, I mean, out, there was no dragons or zombies or, you know, anything like that. But everything else you could stylistically make into a French Revolution movie. Yeah. Or, like, a show. Six seasons in a movie. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't, think, I, I don't I, understand. I, I, if I, I'm an executive and I'm rehashing what I'm making. Rehashing three men shit. And, yeah. I'm making Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron, you know. Like, why the fuck would I not look at. I think at, I'd watch that, by the way. It's happening. Is it? Yeah. Who would? Who are the other guys? We'll quickly move. Hold on. No, no, no. Let me let me guess. Zach Efron. You gotta get some comedian. Can we get uh fucking what's his name? Who's the who's the guy from who's the guy from Book of Mormon and uh, Matt Stone, Trey Parker? No. Oh no. Uh, the Gad. Uh, Josh Gad. <laughs> Can we get Josh Gad in on this? Zach Efron, Josh Gad, and hold on, I'm gonna, <sighs> I'm gonna pull the screen away from you so you can't see I'm it. I'm not saying Josh Gad, Zach Efron. Oh, and hold on. no, uh, he's the only one signed on right now. Oh gosh! So it, now you can speculate if, wildly. If, if I was gonna garbage, yep. It, who would I put in that? Josh Gad, Zach Efron, and. Somebody a little bit more known name. Why would you want Josh Gad is not the person you want. In that no, movie. because he's he's balancing it out. But in the first one, it's it's Ted Danson, it's yes. Tom Selleck, yes. and uh, Steve Gutenberg. I'm making it That's, for today's audience. Those are heavy hitters I'm across making, the board. I'm making it for today's audience. You try not to fat shame anybody. No, I th- like I, fat, uh, ugly people can have kids too. No, I think that you know Josh Gad is not gonna go out and you know. You know, swinging bachelor isn't the same, you know, as it was back in. When was the last time you watched Three Men and a Baby? Because I want to say it was like I might have been nine years old the last time I saw it. Okay. You, you want to talk about fish out of water? I want to say I watched Three Men and a Little Lady in its entirety. Okay. <laughs> Like on VHS, of course. Okay, now three men and a little bait. Three men and a baby. Three men and a baby. I don't know. I, once again, this goes back to like I don't know what you count as seeing as a, a movie, because when you watch it with your eyeballs and you listen to it with your brain. Well, no, your but like if I see a TV edit and I'm walking in and out fifteen times because yeah, that's not it's on, I'm it's on TV. It's on. It's on TV, and I'm in and out of the room 18 times, and I'm nine. You've never seen that movie. Have I seen that movie? No. 
No. I know that movie. Yep. Uh, I know what it is. Yep. And I've seen it's a fair category. a majority of it. Yeah. But you've never sat down and watched it. Have I ever really sat down and watched mm-hmm. Three Men and a Baby? Probably not. I mean, so your your goal for next week is to watch Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> we'll both watch Three Men and a Baby because we need to do this. We need to do more goal oriented things on the oh, show. Oh, is that it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's fun. I, I haven't seen Three Men and a Baby since the probably the first time I saw it. I don't. I might have watched it more than once I, I as a child. Have. I might have. But I think having rewatched Biodome within the last <laughs> twenty four hours, it really opened your eyes. It opened my eyes to be like, oh my god. Polly Shore oh. is a genius, and I'm glad that he's still walking this earth. Polly Shore was the most authentic person in that movie, for sure. But <laughs> but there was a lot of there was. Who was l- the bad guy? Who was the bad guy in that movie? The guy with the red hair and yeah yeah. Um, um I mean, he's not he's not bad. It's just he's pissed at who's them. Who's the antagonist? How yeah. about that? Yeah. Is that is that the? Uh, well, here's the here's another thing too. Can you think of a movie that doesn't have a bad guy? Um, William uh, William Alterton. Alterton. Yeah, he's the bad guy from uh, from Real Genius. He is. <laughs> he is good bad guy. But again, a movie also that... the, he's the bad guy from get this Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was the EPA. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Son okay. of a bitch. I never. Okay, I like Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, that's also he. He was the like in Die Hard one and two. He was the reporter. Yep, that's but right. He was the slimy reporter. He's a guy. If you're just listening to this, you're like, oh, that guy. I know that guy. But uh, but a movie that doesn't have a bad guy, and I have one example that it's the only one I've ever thought of. I was gonna, I, I was I, gonna say Twister, but that was Carrie Ells. But you got to think about like there is there a movie that doesn't have a bad guy? There's a couple examples that I have that are I like, mean, the 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 immediate like direction you go to is instead of man versus man, it's man versus nature, and that that's where you're going to find all of that. But is okay, yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's all it's always going to be man versus nature. So things like um, All is Lost. I, I, I really enjoyed All is Lost. Um, is that a movie you're familiar with? No. Starring Robert Redford. I, mm. I've thought a lot about that movie a lot. So there, in the past two weeks or so, there was a Chinese shipping um, a, a cargo ship that like a shit ton of, of its Shipping containers okay. fell off of it, okay, and is are now just wandering around in the ocean. Classic Chinese. <laughs> Anyhow, cl- uh, so all is lost, starring Robert Redford, which mm-hmm. was a like 2011, 2012 movie. Um, he Robert Redford is just a guy on a yacht who's just like circumnavigating the world just because he's bored with life or whatever, mm-hmm. and like. Literally, the movie opens up with him waking up in his bed with water like sloshing around his cabin in like a pair of child's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, What the fuck is going on? And a shipping container crashed in and put a giant fucking hole 
gotcha. in the side of his hole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anyhow, so then that plays out. And it's literally just no one else is there. Mm-hmm. It's just Robert Redford just trying to survive at sea. And uh I, there's there's no bad guys, there's no good guys. Yeah. Uh castaway. And I, I mean that's, that's another yeah, that's, that's another man versus brought, nature yep. where there's no yep. there's no antagonist. I think I think it's an interesting uh an interesting way to tell a story. I also mean, my dinner with Andre. My dinner with Andre, yes. <laughs> I always thought feel feel the dreams, honestly, like had I mean Timothy Busfield's character is the bus man? The bus man. Right. But Timothy Busfield's character isn't necessarily the bad guy. No. He's just the looming problem. You're gonna lose the farm, Ray. He's the looming problem. Yeah, like that's that's it. There's no bad guy really. I, I, like he's not trying. He doesn't want him to lose the farm. Yeah, so I, that's he's not we, like maliciously going about. As we it. go through the classic list of man versus man, man versus nature, I think honestly you could probably chalk up, feel the dreams of man versus himself. Right. Quite frankly, Th- this what we what we pulled up here is actually a, I think kind of kind of uh, support your point here. Uh, there's a uh, man versus man, man versus self, man versus nature, man versus society, man versus machine, and man versus fate. Mm. Do you think that's a, a fair cate- categorization? Uh, of- yeah, I mean, half of those, uh, you know, I think I've heard of before. So, I mean, honestly, maybe man versus fate would be more field of dreams, I guess. I don't know. Matrix? No, because the Matrix is... is it's man versus machine. That's, I guess, probably... Back it. to the Future? Mm-hmm. That's man versus fate. Yeah. I mean, they, but... they give some good examples here, I, and I, I think they're interesting. Uh, Inside Out, I, I haven't seen. Um, It was okay. Like, I like I did not... Oh, wait, is that Kevin Klein? No. <laughs> that... it, it is. Is that, is that, that the is, movie? Like, that is the title of a... Kevin Klein movie Inside Out, where he's like, they think he's gay. So, the, and then so he... the question is, are they when they say reference Inside Out, are they talking about a movie with no antagonist? About are, are they talking about the Kevin Klein gay movie, or are they talking about the children's Pixar movie about emotions? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. No. Because. The Kevin Klein movie is inside slash out. out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because there's inside I don't out. Think, I don't think either of them actually have a bad guy. I, I remember, I think I saw inside slash out uh, in theaters for some fucking reason. That's weird. It's very weird. That's a weird thing to do. It's a weird thing, but. As, hold on. Go, go ahead and <laughs> pull up Kevin Klein's inside. No, no, no. Inside slash out. Oh. This is gonna take a Honestly. second. This is gonna take a minute to figure out. Oh my god! What? Pirates of Penzance. Inside Out was n- like ninety nine two thousand. <gasps> no way. It was no. It wasn't. Keep going down. Look, I'm not. Gonna and, oh, I'm sorry. It's in, in and, out. and out. It's in and out. That's it. And it was 97, so I was kind of closer with 95. By the way. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Why did I say in slash out? That's interesting. Learn something new every day. I also don't think In and Out had a real bad guy, but if we're thinking about it, uh, Groundhog Day I think is a good like. Yeah, that's man versus man. That's man versus himself. Right. Forrest Gump. 
is another. No, that's a. There's no bad guy. There's no bad guy. There's no antagonist. Apollo 13. That's man versus nature. Mm hmm. Yeah, no one's trying to sabotage Yeah, them. that's man versus nature. Gravity? That's man versus nature. Yeah. I've never Martian. seen gravity. I mean, if you don't believe in physics, it's a great movie. <laughs> I mean, like, I take that back. If you don't have a, like, a, a really strong grasp of physics, it's okay. I mean, it's it's a fun little it's a fun little jaunt. Uh, the Martian is another example. Another like wonderful survival. Let it, it goes into survival. It goes into man versus yeah. nature because that's mm-hmm. like that's something we can all relate to. So we're looking for a man versus man movie that doesn't have a bad guy. I don't. Well, it, or is that possible? What we're going to be focusing in on is man versus himself, and and, and probably Forrest Gump. Is probably the closest thing. I'm I'm guessing. I, I'm trying to think of another good example of man versus himself. Uh, C- Citizen Kane. I, oh, there's I, I a don't bad know. Guy in Citizen Kane. Yeah. I mean, there's who's his, the bad guy in Citizen Kane? Who's the bad guy in Citizen Kane? Uh, isn't He's not a his, bad guy. No. His he, enemies. No. He, what? Well, no. The world. Yeah, so, the world. Which is basically man versus himself. Who is the, the bad, bad guy? guy in Citizen Kane? If it says Hans Gruber, I'm fucking walking. <laughs> if they say Rosebud, I'm going to be pissed. Um, There's no bad guy in Citizen Kane. What? I love how the, in the <laughs> images for who's the bad guy in Citizen Kane, the dude from Room. Tommy Wiseau. Is the first image. Did you ever watch that movie? Like the movie? The, the Room? room? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. I'm much more of a fan of Room. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good movie. It's a really good movie. But I thought it was interesting of, I mean. Of what? I liked uh, Disaster Piece. I think that's what it was called. Oh, yeah, The Disaster Artist. The Disaster disaster Piece is a Slipknot song. Um, Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, The Disaster Artist, I thought it was was well done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's like. It made me want to watch that movie. There's so much. The room and is. I can't find who's the bad guy in Citizen Kane. Because there isn't one. Okay. When was the last time you watched Citizen Kane? College. And I that was the last time. I liked it. Yeah, I liked you. it. Of course you did. I liked Citizen Kane when I watched it in college. It's it's one of those movies. It's. We, I think we've talked about it too on the podcast, but like when you over, when you hype something so sure. much, when you say this is the, this, this is, the, is greatest the greatest movie ever made. AFI has ranked this as the top movie in the past twenty five years. Cool. What, what do you say? I mean, I I either have to agree with it, and I mean, then, it's and good. Then, it's good. It's okay. a good movie. But if I say it's bad, I'm an idiot. Yes. I didn't get it. Right. 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 Well, yeah. I think I watched that thing on Laserdisc, actually. <laughs> no yeah. shit. Yeah. Because uh, I hated going to class, so what I would do is, uh, again, film film classes and everything <laughs> like that. You don't need to show up. You, you, just, need, you, just, you need just need to, to watch the movies and then be able to write papers and stuff. So I'd go to the, the library and like go into the little room and just watch the movies that I need to and everything. And I think Citizen Kane, the only available edition, was on on Laserdisc. So. Citizen Kane on Laserdisc is my favorite album <laughs> of all time. I forget there was another movie. We had to watch a bunch of like uh, uh, French samurai movies and 
and everything. There was a mm. whole samurai movie section. Yeah. Crouching oh. Tiger, Hidden Dragon was very big at that God, time. God, I love that movie. And uh, it's better than better than Citizen Kane. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I would go out on a limb. Not just because it's saw. not. It's not that Citizen Kane is bad. It's just it's overhyped, and that's the thing about it. Like, I think there's there's. It's like Dave Matthews Band a little bit. Like Dave Matthews Band is not bad. The hype around Dave Matthews Band bop. is too much. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> There's a number of bop, of, bop, of ditties where I'm like, yeah, that's not bad. Do would I listen to it in my free time? No, I would not. But um, if it's yeah. on the radio, would I listen to it? Sure, sure. Uh, you know Jerry Spring, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, not Jerry Spring. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. He had a you know I don't remember who was it. I think it was like a weird roundtable discussion. Uh, between him and Chris Rock and uh, Louis C.K. Yep. And, it was and just Ricky like, Gervais. And Ricky Gervais. It, that was on HBO. I love that. It was really interesting. It was like, you know. Comedians uh, I, on comedy, I think. Uh, maybe maybe that was it. He was just talking about how, like, um, I hate being introduced as, like, the best comic ever. Mm-hmm. Because it immediately makes the audience go, oh, really? Yep. And crosses are, well, you make me yep. laugh, Mr. Funniest Man Ever. Yep. You know, and and, that, and that's a hundred percent true. Expectations versus reality is a very, very, very fine line yep. to to walk. And that's why I withhold my uh uh do yourself a favor. I mean, as much as I can. Because Which I, is <clears throat> you know, I think it's it's a recommendation. It's a it's a do right. yourself a favor. But to sit down and show, like, to sit down, I know we talked about this too, but like, to sit down and watch something with somebody yes. and to be like, oh, this is the best movie ever. And, like, and I'm going to watch your reaction. Like, that's yeah. insane. Don't do that. What's ever. The last, what was the last thing I did? The, oh, my. The Nathan uh, Nathan uh, Fielder. Did we watch that together? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did I make you watch that? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's one thing between, like, that you and I. Th- yeah. Okay. It's one thing between you and I, right? Yes. Where we've talked about, we've yes. it's actually been discussed between us that this is a thing and you know you're making me watch something that i may or may not want to watch yeah and for the most part i i you and i agree on things so that's that's fine yeah but something like citizen kane or like a movie like it's at least an hour and a half at least an hour and a half of someone's time i think that's closer to three no, but I'm saying yeah, any movie though, yeah. any movie where you're like, "This is a great movie, and you need to watch it." I'm going to sit here and watch it with you, and we're going to sit down and we're going to look at it together. And I think it's amazing, and you've never seen it, so we're going to sit here and and now we're going to decide if we're going to yeah. be like, "I don't like it," and we're going to talk about that, or be like, "Yeah, no, it was great. It was great." It's insane. That's it's an insane thing to do. I would be like, "Hey." I like this movie. If you're looking for a good movie to watch at some point in time, mm. go ahead and watch it. You know. Yeah, I've for I've toyed with this for a long time. Of you know, so me being a father, I've wanted to. I, I get the wonderful experience of exposing my children to to movies, to film, and mm-hmm. like, well, guess what? You're fucking watching this. We're watching this right now. I mean. Like uh, we were talking before off the podcast, uh, you know, off pod, off pod, as the kids say, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is like it's not a it's not Citizen Kane, but it's a f- <laughs> I mean, but it would like if all of us can sit down and watch a, a, a movie where you know there's vampires and and monsters and and, and all kinds of nonsense, it, it's a it's a fine little movie. It's it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's an enjoyable uh, Saturday night uh, for us, um, as compared to I don't know, a very Brady movie. I don't know a, a very Brady sequel. I, well, don't, uh, I, I, I see what you're saying too, like because 
my like so my childhood versus my wife's childhood were two two completely different things like so my wife would watch yes right like my wife would watch the same like lot of movies a million yeah. times Ooh. and no i mean like just yeah. that's just how they were brought yeah. up that's what was available and everything I like can't, that i can't imagine and then my my upbringing was just we don't pay attention to anything you're doing like at all so yeah. you know my dad will bring home from dusk till dawn for lunch <laughs> yeah. you know while i'm 10 years old or whatever the fuck yeah but um so i was exposed to much more let's just say like I, we've talked about you yeah. know me i was saw american pie and stuff when right i probably I, shouldn't and once again i think it's but it's, but like, I, I get same I, thing with me yeah but i get yeah it, similar but i get the experience of like showing her movies that where i'm like oh you've, you've never like i put on Waterworld the other night like a couple weeks ago lucky. as a joke i'm lucky. like I'm just gonna like I'm gonna put this movie on and and she's like what are you watching I'm like oh Waterworld Waterworld <laughs> and she's like Waterworld like what and I'm like wait have you never have you it's never Waterworld have you never seen Waterworld we've been together for ten years like have you you in the past ten we, years you and I have never been in the same room watching Waterworld watch is that what you're saying but she it starts and she fucking loves it and then it's here a great it is, fucking it's and, a, and she's in love with the movie and she's like i cannot believe i've never seen this movie i was like i can't believe you've never seen this movie i can't believe that movie got shit on some well it's because the set burned down and it was a loss leader i mean it's well no it became a, it became a story like the whole like production it was one of those early days of the internet early days of yeah. like i mean just following productions it was like oh it, and the production became the story instead of the movie the be, movie moving being the movie yeah um but there's nothing wrong with the movie. There's nothing wrong with the movie at all. No, it's it's com. I mean, it's it's a muddled movie. A- a- as an adult, there's nothing wrong with that movie. Y- yes, it is. There's a hundred percent something wrong with that movie. What? It's that Cost. It's, it's, it's Costner and the guy who directed slash produced it did not have a singular vision. L- like, as far as whether they're going to be serious or comical. Yes. Well, yeah. but that. That actually plays. That I don't think so. I I, I don't think so. I, I I think that it's it's a we it's a weird mishmash of so Costner, it's not distracting. How about that? Uh, m- maybe, maybe I don't think and it's maybe just... maybe being a connoisseur of Waterworld. I know that I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Costner wanted to play it as a lone gunman, a wanderer, you know, man with no name, mm-hmm. wandering through the barren wasteland, which is the ocean, mm-hmm. versus. The other guy, Kevin, I'm trying because the, the other guy's name was Kevin. Also, I want to say Costner fucked his wife. I want to say, <laughs> I, I don't remember. Classic Costner. Classic being Costner over there. Costner, Costnering. Anyhow, a Costnering. <laughs> anyhow, that guy he wanted to be a fun family adventure, uh, uh, you know, swashbuckling, swashbuckling adventure. Uh, what's a, a, a sword and sandals? I mean, like a family adventure. I get the den- I get what you're saying with the Dennis Hopper angle of and especially much more Dennis fucking Hopper. Dennis comical. Hopper, like he is just like so, you know, cancel cancel the, uh, the tractor balls and all that shit. But I, I but no. for that time again, you're talking to a guy who just watched Biodome, okay? That time, you could get away with uh, you could get away with much more comical stuff and still be you could you could handle it both ways. I don't think it, I don't think. Did it was you the, even see Schindler's List? <laughs> that was those years before. It was in black and white, so <laughs> the tone is totally different. <laughs> if Waterworld was in black and white, then 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 you're right. Then right. the tones don't match up. 
but yeah. no, you have. It's it's a. I want to see a black and white water world. That's all I want to see. I want to see a black and white water world. I want to see black and white water world in all Dennis like minimal Dennis. That goo that Costner gets like sunk in at the beginning of the movie that would really not hold as much value, but but again, it's I I see what you're saying, and it's it's evident that there is a a bit of a divide of whether we're going to be comical Pirates of the Caribbean swashbuckling kind of thing versus a serious portrayal of it, but I. I don't think it's that far off the mark of what's believable. I mean, I, 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 it's it's not to the point of any other movie at that time where you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Like, it's it's not. Hey, at one point you have Dennis Hopper joking about his eye uh, being all fucked up and like weird, mm-hmm. and then literally within the next fifteen minutes, you have. Uh, I don't remember who the female lead actress is mm-hmm. uh, offering up her body as a uh, passage to, to continue on to safety. Like but those, th- like those things happen saying, within fucking 15 minutes of each other. But as it plays, it do, it's not that fucking, un- it's not that unbelievable. It's not that unbelievable. It's anyhow, I love Waterworld with all my heart. But, but what I'm saying is though, is that it, it's all not its flaws. Like, I, I and I can see that you know you have a there's a artistic direction that was uh, I think it yeah it's muddled in, it's muddled it's an inconsistent mess but I don't think that's the the reason why the movie's no, viewed the reason, as a failure no the the reason the movie was viewed as viewed as a failure was because of the hype around it I mean listen once again Jerry Seinfeld this is the most movie we've the most money we've ever used to make a movie ever. Mm-hmm. And the entire audience goes and says, Oh really? Yep. Show me. And yep. then you get Waterworld, which is a muddled mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's if, not, a, if, it's if, not a muddled. If ET, if ET and entertainment magazine for the past, yeah, you know, have been hyping two, it up. Two months exactly. have said this yes. is the most expensive movie that's ever been made. It's yes. been f- yes, all kinds of fa- problems with it. Um, go watch it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's and it, when it's it's this unachievable level of like it can't hit the mark. It can't hit the mark because again, I go back to like Costner like wanting to do a part versus not wanting to do a part. It's barely visible yeah. like when you're watching him act. Like <laughs> and it, like you can tell it's a movie that he wanted to do like oh, he yes. wanted to oh, do yeah. that part and he, well why wouldn't you want to do that i mean i love like when he's sitting there and he's working the cranks mm-hmm. of his catamaran like and just you know it's really it's absolutely spectacular like some you can really take sections of that movie and say this is absolutely gorgeous and mm-hmm. you know it's hitting everything as far as cinematography and music and sound editing everything and acting all of it mm-hmm. is absolutely perfect and then there's sections where it's just like what the fuck are you what are you what are you doing well in in and i i see what you're saying but also i would say on the other on the flip side of that though like it's one of those things where when it's happening in that moment maybe it's like the pinnacle of the pinnacle of sure. the, those kind of movies being right. made right because it's it wasn't like it was a one-off movie that where you're right. you're dealing I mean, with they made postman well that was after <laughs> the fact but I'm not even talking about <laughs> Costner movies, but I'm saying like there were Costner movies. There were movies made where I mean, even Speed. If you wanted to just do like a Dennis Hopper like situation, like Dennis Hopper played essentially the same character in Speed that he did 
in in Waterworld. I don't think he was as I don't think it was as Dennis Hopper. I don't think was as lampoony as yeah tongue in cheek. Yeah, sure. I I, I don't but think so. I don't think it's. I, I'm trying to think of a good example of a like. I just don't think it was that unbelievable removed from the time. Yeah. Like when you, that movie was 96, 95, 95, 95, 96. So watching it in 2020, you're like, no, that fits along this. Like again, just watching Biodome. I'm like, holy shit. Biodome came out in 96. Like, (laughs) like these movies are a year removed from each other. This is not like, this is Waterworld is absolutely considered a citizen Kane style movie in comparison to Biodome. And those movies came out. (laughs) Within yes, a yes, year of each other, yes, right? Hundred percent. So, like yes. removing yourself from that yeah. in the moment, I can totally understand being like, "What the hell's going on here?" Oh no, I mean, and, I, and even then, there's there's precedent like to be set for it. And, and I I want everybody to understand that I love Waterworld with all my heart, and and that like honestly, when people ask me what's your favorite movie of all time, Waterworld's up there, <laughs> and. and I, I and that's mean, why you wanted to see Kevin Costner in a submarine movie. That's why I want to see Kevin Costner in a submarine movie. And at the uh, end of the day. <laughs> right? This this could be a podcast. <laughs> that's the submarine movie that you wanted to see. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Please be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts. We are also on Spotify. We're on Twitter at TCPA underscore podcast. And Nathan, where else can we do that? We're on YouTube. We're on the YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube, and awesome. we're on the Facebook. And I mean, are we missing something? Is there somewhere place that we should be? We're coming to more places. We're. I mean, we want to be. We are like Kevin Costner be, in the Postman. We are on our way. I want to be in all the places. That's my thing. Is like I just want to be on top of everything. Um. So let us know. Yep. What what's what's going on? Because. Engage. I want to be with you engaged, but in an appropriate way. So thanks for listening.